as I sit here, I'm enjoying a green tea, but I'm not going to slurp it during the podcast. I don't know about you, I have this irritation and frustration to hearing noises centered around the mouth, mastication, call it what you will. It really aggravates me. Something that I'm working on because I believe we have the power to change everything and to look at these triggers and ask yourself, why is that triggering me? How curious is that? So, as it stands, that's something that almost gives me a volcanic eruption inside. And what I used to do is to comment on it in order to hope that people might change. You know, let's take my younger brother, for example. One thing that he enjoys to do is to bite down on his spoon with his teeth. It really aggravates me. But then I was thinking, why am I getting triggered about this? And then, you know, what right do I have to ask him to stop doing something just because it doesn't suit my perception of the world? Because if we're always trying to do that, we're never going to be content. Oh, if I can just make 10K a month, then I'll allow myself to feel contented. Then you get there and it'll be the next thing. Oh, if I can just get myself a million pound house, then I'll allow myself to feel contented. It's always dependent on the external, right? But if we can find peace in ourselves internally without the need or validation from anything else, and that's so powerful. Michael Singer talks about a thorn, a thorn in our body that we're trying to avoid aggravating. And there's two ways around that. You can either just pull the thorn out and deal with the short-term pain and not try and live your life with this armament of avoidance or you can do the latter and that is to build a fortress around your thorn and to make sure that in every interaction you're not triggered which is interesting so i'm trying to take the approach of pulling the thorn out and i'm not perfect but it's it's a progress and you look back at 12 months ago six months ago and you think you know i'm definitely making steps forward and that's that's what this is all about right Where's your thorn? But I wasn't actually going to talk about that today. Today I wanted to talk about sophistication because I uh, started the episode by talking about my green tea. And I'm finding more and more that I really do think the key to peace, the key to happiness, the key to fulfillment is to see the sophistication in life for what it is. If you'd have asked me what I mean by the word sophistication a few years ago, I would have told you going to the Ritz, very arty-farty, fancy and posh but i don't think that that's it at all i'm not a very material person i'm not really into accumulating belongings possessions cars whatever it might be and that's no judgment to people who are into that i just think it has to come from the right energy but anyway there is sophistication all around us there is sophistication in moments that we're probably missing as I say this, I've got a little bit of a sore throat. It's kind of making it quite hard to, to speak. But what I mean is this year, I've been very, 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 very conscious of the changing of the seasons. So you're walking down the road or you're driving down the road and actually you notice, oh, it's spring. It's spring now in the UK. Oh, there's some blossom. And I noticed blossom in the past. It's quite quite obvious, that one. But little things like, the shoots of those wildflowers popping up and the buds on the trees when they're in the very small stages, you know, just some little buds appearing and the next day it grows a little bit more and then the next day it grows a little bit more. 
there's so much around us to see there's so much sophistication and joy to see but most of us are kind of walking around in this haze of stress and anxiety believing that our perception of the world that we see is is their reality so ultimately what they're doing is missing this joy i keep referencing twilight but i will never forget reading the twilight saga when i was about 14 <laughs> and um the detail in which the author stephanie mayer described when bella um transformed into a vampire she comes round and she starts to see like a whole spectrum of colors she can see the dust in the air she can see all of this joy that was always there it's just that she couldn't see it her perception of, of the world was not detailed enough to see it in the same way that we can't hear as well as dogs can we don't see in sonar like bats do and so if we're, we're anxious and stressed and we can't focus and of course, our reality is going to be anxious and stressed and we're going to miss the buds on the tree and we're going to miss everything else because we're too frantic and busy to appreciate it. But once we start, it's not even about slowing down. I hear this all the time when I talk to people about stillness. They'll say, oh, but I've got to get stuff done. I'm an action taker. I'm this. I'm that. I'm a businessman. I'm this. It's not about that. Stillness doesn't mean doing nothing. It doesn't mean not being productive. Just like the sea. The sea is a strong force. It's a powerhouse. It comes in and it goes out. It's constantly moving, constantly doing. But it's very still, isn't it? There's a kind of stillness and sereneness to it. And I think that's a useful image for me. Often when I'm, you know, trying to actually process what I'm feeling, I will think back to the sea and it's like in breath, the sea's coming in, out of breath, the sea's going out. And yeah, I hear that what I'm saying sounds quite woo-woo. And as I say, not long back, I'd have thought, what the fucking hell is this guy talking about? But that's it. Stillness is about doing, but it's about doing it from a place of calm. Another analogy is captain of a ship is not going to panic or stress out, or at least a good one won't. And they test them. They, they really test them right in psychological tests and as well as years of experience to make sure that they they've got metal enough for this so that in, a, in an emergency situation, they ain't running around like a headless chicken. <gasps> oh, my God the calm the precise the deliberate and there's a quality and sophistication to their leadership and the same is true for paramedics and for anyone in the emergency service my sister is a paramedic she ain't going to a heart attack um stressing out you know what i mean she's calm she's very competent she, she knows what she's doing and once we start to employ this in our life and we think oh my god i've got this big to-do list and what if this and what if that and oh my god oh my god oh my god once we start to just bring it back to the breath and just do, 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 get it done, get it done from a calm, serene place. There comes the sophistication. Let's say you're going out to afternoon tea with your family. You can go and have the afternoon tea. You can slurp your tea. You can throw the cakes down your mouth, but you will unlock another level of joy when you start to really pay attention to the detail of what's going on. What's the room like? What's the tablecloth like? What kind of cutlery do you have? What does a mug look like? Mm, that's interesting. Oh, actually, how does the cake taste rather than just throwing it down your mouth? How does it taste? What texture am I getting? I did this with my family when we went on holiday last year. We went on, uh, we was 
it's on a cruise and it was challenging everyone to actually taste the food and it became like a game but it was good you know and we were finding detail that before we wouldn't so maybe we'd have just maybe we'd have just chugged it down and not thought about hmm, what am i tasting what am i experiencing and again that slows life down when you start to live like this things like overeating and overworking they become less attractive because you are in the present moment. Being present solves everything. It's not a calorie issue that you have if you're struggling to be healthier. If you can't stop yourself from overeating, it's not a calorie issue. It's an issue with presence. I like saying issue. I, I used to do it as a joke, but now it just comes out. It's part of my speech. Issue. Detail, right? Anyway, it's not a, a surface level issue. It's about being connected and present to the very moment and accepting as well. Accepting that doesn't mean that you never suffer. Oh my God, my, my wife's just left me. Yeah, that's shit. Now we can really bring our attention to that and accept. Not try and bargain, not try and adjust, not try and think about, ruminate, accept what has happened. And then what's your next step? This has happened. What am I going to do now? That's sophistication. That's detail.